For years and centuries, we've been trying to get love in our world. And I was thinking about this the other day. There was a song in the 60s, What the World Needs Now is Love, Sweet Love. How many love songs are out there? Men to women, women to men, us to people. The world needs love. And I don't know about you, but I feel like there's a lack of love all over the world. It just is sad that even with differences in our world and differences of opinions, whether it be all the political things going on, the abortion issue, everything, we still need to love and respect one another, even if we differ in opinion. I know for me, I get into debates with my own family and everybody walks away mad. I mean, really, it's true. And I made an edict in our house for Thanksgiving and Christmas, we do not talk politics. And it has become better. But it's true. You know, no matter when you converse with somebody, there's always some argument. And why is that? Jesus tells us to love one another. Have we lost that? Have we lost respect for one another? I think today's readings take us down that journey. Nobody said this journey would be easy. Nobody said that living daily life would be easy. It's anything but easy. Economically, love for one another, all the issues going on in the world, it's not easy. Even like Paul and Barnabas in that first reading, they were out, they were preaching, they were trying to make disciples of all people, but they endured hardships, they endured rejection, they endured things that were contrary to what they believed. But that's the way we are as people, if we don't agree. We fight, we argue, but we should never lose that love. The second reading from Revelation, Revelation has always sort of mystified me. But I, what I took out of that reading is a new city, a new being. How can we as individuals, through finding love for one another, change the world? It's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen profoundly. But each step that we take, each thing that we do, each act of kindness, each act of love, each act of respect, regardless of our position, could lead to a transformed world. Is it easy to transform? No, it's been going on forever. When you think about the generation, I'm in my late 60s, right? And we think about, all oh, the world today is a mess. Well, I think the world has always been sort of a mess. In every generation, there's something that goes on, right? There's always something going on. So it's not easy to transform. But we can transform by us taking up our mission as disciples, being the children of God that we're called to be, to be the loving people that we're called to be, regardless of our positions. But then God takes that work on. And it's through God that transformation does happen. But we have to be in concert with him. How do we change people's views of abortion? Volatile subject in today's world. Protests going on. Arguments. Violence. I don't know that we can change it. I don't know that we can make a difference by just saying, 
I don't believe in abortion, or I do believe in abortion. What we change is by act of kindness, love, tolerance, understanding, and prayer. We have to pray. We have to ask God to change the world through us. What about the violence? I mean, I got up this morning, and a 16-year-old kid was killed down at the Bean in Chicago. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely unacceptable. How do we change that? I don't know. All I can do is act with love, act with kindness, and pray. We have to pray a lot because the world needs our prayers. And God's work will change that. How do we change people to see that all humans are Jesus's and God's children? You know, it's easy to say, well, I don't agree with him. He's really screwed up. He too is a child of God. But it's easy to forget that in everyday life. It's easy to kind of wash that away. God agrees with me, but he doesn't agree with him. That's not how God is. God loves all of us. But through our acts of prayer, acts of kindness, acts of love, we can change the world through God. Jesus is not here physically. None of us in this room have ever seen him or touched him. But we're told through his Holy Spirit that he's with us. And there's been glimpses, I know in my life, where I have felt him there. I don't feel him every minute of every day, but I know he's there. And there's been impactful times when I know he is with me. He's with us through his Spirit. He wants to be in relationship with us. He yearns to be in relationship with us. But we have to cooperate and reciprocate in that relationship by loving, by praying, and by asking God to be in our lives. So how do we do that? Well, all of us soon will receive communion, the body and blood of Christ the real presence of Jesus Christ in the world. If that doesn't transform us, I'm not sure what will. So pray to God as you approach your communion minister. Ask him, Jesus, to come into your heart, your mind, and your soul. Ask him to change you, to change us, to change all of us, so that we could be more disciples, more like disciples of him every moment of every day. Not easy. The road's not easy, but we should be able to achieve that through the loving work of God. Jesus loves without judgment. Jesus loves without any blinders on. He loves. We should love the same because we are his children as well. And what the world needs now is love, sweet love, through Jesus Christ.